Oh my God, it gets so hot here. That's why I love 007 Air. They keep me warm in the winter and very cool in the summer. Go to coolingvegas.com right now. Coolingvegas.com. For residential or business, they do it all. Go to coolingvegas.com right now. Coolingvegas.com. With a 10% discount for first responders, go to coolingvegas.com. Coolingvegas.com. 007 Air. License to chill. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. They were there when history was made. Tour is a storyteller. Welcome to the Sports Tours. And with two out, you talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! The Sports Tours dusts off the great American art of storytelling. From the players, coaches, media, the people who were there. Smith corks one in the right down the line. It may go. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. It's a home run. Go crazy. Now, here's Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Sports Rockin' Tours, a show that presents the observations, recollections, and memories of a select group of storytellers who represent the past half century or so of American sports. It's week one of the NFL season, and one of the top teams in the AFC this year will be the Buffalo Bills, who were one of the fine teams of the AFL before the merger. And they are well represented in the Hall of Fame, especially on the offensive line. The next two weeks will feature a couple of these greats. Next week, you'll meet Billy Shaw, who played his entire career in the AFL. But today, you'll meet a part of the electric company that was known for blocking for O.J. Simpson. A lot of times, the offensive line is the one part of a football team that doesn't get recognized. But fortunately for the Buffalo Bills, they were known as the electric company, and they were really important in some years when they did quite well blocking for a guy named O.J. Simpson. Electric Company had some great names. You might remember Reggie McKenzie and Dave Foley and others. But the big one, the Hall of Famer, is Joe Dilemma Lord. Joe, what a pleasure having you here. Was it unusual to kind of get notoriety because people didn't talk about offensive lines really until uh, you guys came along blocking for OJ? Yeah, it was unusual for especially the uh, in pro football. Yeah, Michigan State, I blocked for a kid named Eric Lee Allen, mm-hmm. and he broke the national rushing record. Uh, against Purdue, which is a really good team at that time. They had Dave Butts and all these guys on there, Greg Bingham. But anyhow, he, he rushed for 350 yards in one game. It, this record stood for a long time. So when I got to Buffalo, the very first game I played, I started from the get, luckily. But uh, 
the very first game we played was New England, and OJ rushed for I think it was two fifty. So, you know what I thought? Hey, oh, big you deal. Can do this. No, <laughs> yeah, I thought not that. I said, oh, they're they're making big deal of it. I said, God, the guy last year rushed for three fifty. But anyhow, so, but little did I know that was the highlight of our career. That the electric company, you know, as far as notoriety, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it was good. It was fun, and OJ brought a lot of. Uh, attention to us. He was the guy who said, hey, I owe it to the offensive line and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he bought us a gold bracelet and we broke the record. A big gold nugget like a football. It was worth a lot of money. Mine got stolen, believe it or not. Really? But, uh, yeah. But uh, anyhow, he gave it to me and I'm I'm kind of like old school. I grew up in Detroit with 10 kids and uh, never never wore. I had a butch haircut in 1969. That'll tell you something. <laughs> when, when nobody had a butch haircut. And I never wore uh, flare pants, so I'm just a regular guy. So Jay gives me this brace. So I said, "Come on, man, where's a white guy going to wear this in Detroit?" Because <laughs> I grew up in Detroit. We, we chuckled about. It. Now I guess, oh, I said that could be a racial thing nowadays. How it is, but it was funny. We all we had such a good time, and was gonna, I said, "Come on, give me something I can drive." <laughs> where, where am I going to wear this gold bracelet? Anyhow, we had a lot of fun, and they actually the nickname came from a cartoon. I don't know if you knew that there was a cartoon called the electric company yeah yeah i do remember that Thal- pbs yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Thalman was um uh the pr guy for the bills and his son was watching tv he said hey they're trying to dub us with a nickname somehow nobody never the fans are calling in and stuff anyhow he said dad why don't you call it the electric company because they turn on the juice or turn loose the juice, and that's how it started from a nine-year-old kid. That's wild. And you know the thing about yep. O.J. is, because I remember him in those days, and people have a really hard time when you say, like, well, he was a nice guy, but at that point, you know, regardless of what you think of him afterwards, I can say he was a pretty nice guy to deal with. He was one of the best teammates I ever played with. He worked, uh, he, I always say this, because I was O.J. in practice, I said, he worked like he was going to get cut. He, that guy worked so hard, or I don't want to say work either because we play. They don't say go work football. He played so hard. He, he, he practiced hard. He was one of the hardest um, working players that I ever practiced with or played with. He was an amazing guy, and he was kind. I mean, he, he had a big heart, uh, like with the fans in Buffalo. They loved him. Yeah, I remember that. And they love the electric company, too. Was that, you know, your offensive line coach was one of the greatest centers of all time, Jim Ringo. Was that kind of, was he involved in this? And what do you think the secret, what was the secret to your success? Because you guys just worked so well together. My secret to my success as a career is I had two of the very best offensive line coaches. Coach Ringo for seven years and Howard Mutt for five. Um, He was a Cleveland Brown offensive line coach. Who's, who's really good. But uh, anyhow, Ringo put that line together. He only, that was only his second year in coaching because he was selling uh, uh, liquor in Chicago. And he's, he said, I'm a football player. I'm not a you know liquor salesman. So he, he came and uh, Lou Saban hired him. And he, he was his second year in the league was my, my first year. And the Bills uh, play and coaching staff coached at the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. and so I went to the Senior Bowl. So Coach Ringo, they saw me there. That's where they drafted me from, from just the practices at the Senior Bowl. And Coach Ringo was light. Like, he, didn't you say he was a small offensive lineman? Yeah, for the, compared to today, certainly. Oh, yeah, compared to today. Even back in the day when I was playing, the guys were like 250, 255, 
Well, I was when they weighed me at the Senior Bowl. I weighed uh, two forty three, and Ringo. It's not like now where all the, you know, everybody's watching the guys who, how much they weigh and all this, all the uh, sports writers and TVs and that. I got unskilled. The only one who saw it was Ringo. Then he showed it back to the scouts. He goes, uh, Delamalier, two forty three. I got off the scale like. Ringo look, turns and yells to the guys, Delamalier. 255. I look at him like, what the heck are you doing? But he said, I hope we see you in Buffalo. And they draft me in the first round. Yeah, that's so great. I always tell people it's a God thing. Right place, right time. Because any other coach would have said my weight out there, I would have been a third or fourth round pick. And, uh, you know, it changes your life. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. They, when you're a first round pick, you have to show them why you can't play because before they cut you. The other ones, you got to show them why you can't play before they allow you on the team. So it's a big difference between a first pick and a fourth or fifth pick. Yeah, it's not just a money thing. It's really a perception thing, too. Yeah, it's a perception, and it is money. A lot of it's money. Like, damn, I'm not going to pay this kid this kind of money if uh, and we got to cut him. Holy cow. You know, when they get big salaries, they don't right. want to do that. So, but it's interesting. Little things that you never think about until you look back at them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talk about Buffalo as a football city and, and, and the fans. I know uh, Phil Villapiano was on, and he loves the Raiders, of course. But he goes, Buffalo was a special place, too. He goes, they're just – and, you know, you kind of had the same thing where you were in two special teams because it was Buffalo first, and then we'll yep. talk about your time with Cleveland. Yeah. But, but that, was a, that was a great time in Buffalo because it was kind of a renaissance of the team when they started getting good again. Right, and they they were great for when they became the eight. When they got in the AFL, they won championships. With one Oakland, they were the champs uh, back in the AFL. They were the uh, Buffalo and Oakland were the two big teams then. But uh, when we got there, uh, they they had to rebuild. But I always said that like, the city of Buffalo, if you close your eyes and you uh, somebody dropped you off in the middle of the city of Buffalo, Cleveland, and Detroit and Pittsburgh, you think you're in the same city. I mean, I grew. We grew up in Detroit, and I was like, "Damn, it looks just like Detroit to me." And uh, the fans are phenomenal. There, I, I think there's four fans when I played. Four groups of fans: Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Cleveland, and Green Bay, yeah. and Kansas City Five, where the fans are just you can win, lose, or draw. They're behind you. More with Joe DeLamalure, who is best known as the lead blocker for O.J. Simpson, the NFL's first 2,000-yard rusher, in just a moment. Remember, all of our interviews can be found on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Sports Rockin' Tours with Stephen Maggi, coast-to-coast on the Talk Media Network. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. 
Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, 310-534-4180. Okay, Sean, we need to talk about our training budget. We're spending almost $1,500 per employee each year. What's the plan? Well, ma'am, 42% of companies are saying that e-learning has led to an increase in revenue. What does that do about the travel expense? E-learning allows employees to learn wherever they are. Then we need to consider the time away from production. I heard that e-learning takes up to 60% less employee time than traditional classroom training. Perfect. Let's find a curriculum company, a development company, a learning management software company. Actually, Epsilon XR specializes in end-to-end learning solutions with tools such as instructor-led training, online classrooms, simulations, virtual and augmented reality, and curriculum development. Get Epsilon XR on the phone. Epsilon XR creates immersive learning environments that engage with your learner, resulting in improved information retention, which leads to better performance and ultimately an increase in revenue. Or more at elearning.epsilonxr.com. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380. That's 877-927-3380. Now, let's return to Sports Rockin' Tours. On Talk Media Network, here is Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Joe DeLamalure, who played in 185 consecutive games and anchored the Bills' famed Electric Company offensive line. Yeah, that's got to be a great feeling, right? Because you don't want to be in a place where everybody's all into it when you sh- when you're going for a Super Bowl. But some years yep. you're struggling. You want to know that this, you know, these people are waiting, and they and they're going to have some hope that in a couple of years they're back in the game. Yeah, I think a lot of those cities are in the south because the weather's so different. There's nothing to do except watch football up north. In in the summer, if you're, you're bad in December, they're going to the beach. Or November, they're not going to a game. That, that, that's prime time in Detroit, Buffalo, Cleveland, those cities. 
because they love it. They love the elements. They love the whole football atmosphere, snow flying in the air, people getting mashed on the field. And that's what made football. That's why football is what it is today. It was a great time when you played. 74, you guys were a good team. You got in the playoffs, and you, you had to face the Steelers. But it just happens. You guys get killed 32-14. to 14. Those Steeler teams, though, were really incredible, right? I mean, it's just unfortunate oh, yeah. that that was the first team you had to face. It was. And we, that game was a lot closer, like all losers say, a lot closer than the score indicated. But it was closer than that score. And we really thought, damn, we're going to be good next year. And 75 we had the best offense football for a long time. Uh, we had a lot of records in 75 when we had a good year, and we didn't make the playoffs that year. But uh, it was just one of those things. And I think if we played them in Buffalo, we would have won that game. Yeah. But that's It's just one of those things. But, you know, that was our time to, you know, be great with Joe Green and all those guys, Lambert and Donnie Shell, who was finally getting in the Hall of Fame. I always thought he was one of – him and Jack Tatum – two of the best safeties I've ever played against. And they said, well, what do you know about safeties? The guards had to come and block those guys. Those guys were unbelievable. <laughs> they were tremendous players. And, um, you know, it was just a totally different game now than what it was when we played. You know, I, I watched the game. I grew up in the Bay Area, so I, I, as first as a fan and then as a member of the press, and I remember those Raider games, and I, I watched a replay of one of those on YouTube from uh, the, AF, the AFC Championship in 76, and you watch it and you realize, like you said, the game is so much different. I mean, there would have been penalty flags all over the place. And oh, yeah. It was much more pleasant to watch, to be honest with you, because they could just play. Yeah, and you had guys like Ben Davis, who was crazy. I mean, he wanted he he didn't know that you tackled with your shoulder. He he just struck the guy across the neck with his arm. He, you know, he he necktie everybody, and it was so much fun to play against those guys, the Rangers. Yeah, like Villapiano, he he was a great player, and you look at him, oh, little guy. He was tough, and uh, you know, I played against. Uh, I remember the Monday night where we beat Oakland mm-hmm. in yeah. like the last minute. That was your first Monday night loss. And I played against Otis Fistrunk. And he I thought he was a good player, too, but I'll never forget Alex Karras. Was, I'm from Detroit. He was my God, I loved him. I had like an yeah. idol. And he, he said, Otis Fistrunk from the University of Mars. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had that shaved head. Yeah, so, that was great. <laughs> all my, and my dad had a bar in Detroit, which is still there. It was open 7 in the morning until 2.30 at night, seven days a week, closed Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter. So the, the, you talk about a sports bar. And Monday oh, nights yeah. when I when I played in the NFL or any game that they had on when I was playing it, that bar was packed and people going crazy. And my dad only went to third grade. My mother went to eighth. And when I'm the ninth of ten kids, so I'm the only one to go to college. So it was like the biggest thrill in the in the world for my dad and mom and my brothers and sisters. Like, man, my little brother's playing Monday night. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a national thing back then. People don't realize it was a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. The first game was um, I was at Michigan State when the Cleveland played uh, Namath. uh, Right, the Jets. Jets. That was the first Monday night football game. And, man, everybody was glued to their set. And back then, halftime highlights with Howard Cosell, all the NFL players watched that. They didn't need to watch all the games. Howard Cosell would do that. Halftime highlights and get it done in five minutes. It was Everybody wanted to be on the highlights. Everybody, like every team. Man, I hope Howard's got us tonight. (laughs) You know, if you played Sunday, they'd show your Sunday game on 
Monday night halftime. You know, I remember seeing him do that. And what's weird about it is he didn't have a script or anything. They just run the no, film he and he'd watch it, it and, and narrate yep, it. It was, it was unbelievable. I mean, those guys created the league. It was, it was built in the 70s and 80s. I know the 60s were, but TV wasn't as – in the 70s, it really started to pick up on TV. And it's made football what it is today. Yeah, no question. But I want to go back. I think your your upbringing was fascinating. What a great family! Nine kids, one bathroom. Nine, I know. Ten, <laughs> ten kids. Ten. I was the ninth of ten. Okay. And we had one one bathroom, no lock, no shower, just a tub. The wow. Water, the the uh, hot water would run out. Oh. I took a bath once a week. All the kids did. My mother said, "Joseph, you gotta go go to the gym." Join the team so you can take a shower. You stink. <laughs> so, that's the only reason all my brothers started playing. My mother's all over us. He has got a shower. Back then, I, I like him, uh, COVID hit, or, uh, the virus hit this year. Oh, you got to stay away from people, germs. I, I tell people, and this is God's honest truth. We had 10 kids, plus my mom and my dad, my grandpa living with us in this little tiny house. No washer, no dryer either. Oh. We walked the water uh, close to the laundromat. We had five toothbrushes with all those people in the house. And they, they're told, you better not breathe on them. Folks, come on, don't breathe on them. I brushed it with five different toothbrushes and so my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad. You had an immune system, lived. right? I mean, that's an immune system that absolutely. works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what, My wife is a nurse, and she lived around the block, so we walked to school since first grade. And she, she's so she's a really beautiful girl, like no makeup. She's a nurse, all this mm-hmm. stuff. We walked to school since first grade. I used to copy off her like spelling test, and I go, "Come on, let me see." She get out. She fold her arms. Over. I said, "If you knew we were married, we were married forty nine years. Would you let me cheat?" She goes, "Never." <laughs> Cheaters are. She's the opposite. She's like the the, the saint. She doesn't swear. Doesn't do this, but. We have raised nine kids, actually. We have four of our own, and we adopted two Korean boys that I was coaching. So two uh, black kids and a white kid. So we've re- we have the United Nations in our family. We've got 12 grandkids now. Well, that's great. So, but, I mean, that, that, that's just something it. about the way you grew up, though, the fact yeah, that you wanted to do it yourself. Whole, yeah, and the league was like, I mean, every I, Reggie McKenzie is from Detroit. Paul Seymour is from Detroit. Uh, all the guys online. We had so many guys from Detroit. We never had any of these issues to talk about today. Never. Nothing. I, and nobody felt one thing or another about it. Never, never brought up. It, people don't get it. The, I, I, the people are making the complaints, and I'm not being political, but most of them never played a sport in their life. They've never had a bloody nose in their life, much less played a sport. And to say that this is this and that, that's the most equal playing field in the world, uh, uh, baseball, diamond, basketball court, football yeah. field. Because that, that's where it doesn't matter if you were purple and you were the O.J. Simpson, he would have been the first purple back to break, break 2,003 yards. It doesn't matter. It's what you do on the field, and that's it. And if you can't behave off the field back then, you get booted too. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just a great lesson to learn about sports. And I, I hope they you know, tone it down a little and just let the kids play. Keep the politics out of it. In a moment, more with the most honored lineman of the Buffalo Bills, respected front wall, Joe DeLamour. Eight times during his career, Joe was selected first or second team All-Pro. You are listening to Sports Rockin' Tours with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the Talk Media Network. 
And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Not all good films are about pretty people, because art has many faces. Some films search deeply for redemption in the malevolence and cruelty of life. Art need not shy from the ugly. Tyrannosaur certainly does not try to make us like Joseph. A widower, he lives alone and rails against the world. He kills his dog in a drunken rage, losing his one friend in the world. We may charitably hope for some good in him, but little is apparent. Still, because people tend to seek out their own, Joseph is inevitably drawn into the lives of his broken neighbors. He gets involved with Hannah, whose sadistic husband claims to love her despite his cruel and tolerable debasement, and Joseph's 13-year-old neighbor Samuel, who, with an emotionally absent mom and a loud-mouthed bully for a stepdad, is clearly going to get hurt. Instinct may demand Joseph's intervention, but he has his own problems. Tyrannosaur is a brutal story about a brutal man in a brutal world. The tough English neighborhoods of Leeds. It is a starkly realistic film that digs deep, searching hard for light in a dark, dark world. This is not pretty art, but it is worthy and surprisingly satisfying for those who dare to look. Tyrannosaur, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-430-4505 800-430-4505 That's 800-430-4505 When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-948-6826. Again, that's 800-948-6826. 
Sports Tours continues. Here again, Stephen Maggi. Welcome back to Sports and Tours. You are listening to Joe DeLamalore, who was selected in the first round of the 1973 NFL Draft by the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, well, and and again, it gets back to family. I mean, and, and that's absolutely. You know, that's where that comes from, and that camaraderie is is fantastic. And you know, people that played sports were were the first people to get past all that because when you're out there, it's win or lose. Suddenly, all none of that other stuff matters. You don't care. Exactly, exactly. You know, people. I I told my wife. I said, you "Know what I miss most about sports?" Because I knew you were calling. She goes, "What?" And I said, "The camaraderie." I said. You could go in there, and you always had a friend. I mean, Bill's locker room, there were 50 guys or whatever. If two guys walk in, nobody else in the locker room. You sit there and just sit down and talk. It doesn't matter who it is. We're all friends. Some guys were jerks, and people accept them. Some guys were, you know, you just accept them for what they are. Yeah, and exactly. And it was fun. It was really a lot of fun. Exactly. And I do miss that. If you ask me what I miss about sports, it's not the money. We never made that much money. It's the camaraderie. And uh, I love football for this reason. You practice like however many hours a week, but you know in three hours if you uh, won or lost, if you failed or you're accomplished, you accomplished your goal. Life is hard, man. You can go to college and study and you don't get a good job and, you know, things can go against you. But in a game, it's such a short period of time to find out if you won or lost. That's what I miss about sports, too. The instant gratification, one way or the other. Anybody that played in the NFL, you played at such a high level, it's really a unique club. So, it, consequently, anybody you played with, you know that, wow, this this is this is a small thing. It's like when Madden talks about all you guys in the Hall of Fame, you know? That's why he, he thinks those uh, busts all talk to each other when they turn the lights off, because it's, it's something, an experience... I watched you all those years. I loved it, but I don't know what you did. I sure as hell don't know what it was like at practice and when somebody else came in. It, it's a unique experience. Yeah, it is. And it's with a, a small group of guys, like our electric the guys. There were seven of us, um, the five starters and two backups. And we, we've become lifetime friends. Now we've lost two of them. So Donnie Green, who played next to me, and Mike Motler, the center. And, uh, you know, even the, like the Raiders, I know Dalby passed away yeah. because we watched it off and Upshaw passed away. You know the guys that, you know, played your positions, where they are, you follow them their whole life, and then you read reading the um, paper, this, this or that. And Mike Davis, uh, yeah. the only chance I had to go to the Super Bowl, really, in, re- in reality, was when he intercepted that ball from Brian Sight. And, yeah. uh, and, he just and I talked yeah. to Mike a couple years ago. I don't know why we talked. I had so much respect for him. I, you know, he said, yeah, you don't like this. No, I respect you. Yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a play he made. I know. I can see the play right now where he was diving for it in the left, going out yeah. to my left. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can remember those things. And playing Pro Bowls with uh, Kenny Staber, what a thrill. I mean, yeah. to actually say you know these guys, that's how I feel about it. Because I, I was a fan. I mean, I was a real fan growing up in Detroit. I can tell you all the Lions and where they're from, what college they played at. To actually get to meet like Joe Schmidt and at the Hall of Fame and Lem Barney and those guys, oh, I go, they go, you're like a kid. And I said, I am a kid. I, <laughs> I worship these guys. I, that's how I learned to read, reading the sports page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, okay, you come out of Michigan State, you go and join the Bills. What was it like playing for Lou Saban? That was one of the best experiences in my life too. He drafted me, and um, he, 
I loved him. I loved him. And then he, uh, I got traded to Cleveland. Sam Martigliano coached under Lou. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are my two favorite coaches, uh, head coaches. And I was just in professional football. They were so good. They cared about the kids. They, and I'm saying the kids, the players. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lou was a, a former Marine. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Uh, and he was, a, he was a spy in the Korean War. So we were playing the Jets. Our, I just think it was our second year. We played um, in Shea. He comes. He can speak fluent Chinese. He gave the whole speech in uh, Chinese. Pointed the door. We went out there and beat the hell out of him. He, we come back into the thing. He says, "Guys, I'm just proving a point to you. It doesn't matter what I say. It's what you guys did all week in practice. I knew we were going to kick the shit out of him the way we practice, and we did." <laughs> he said, "What I said won't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. It's what you guys do." Those are the lessons you learn in life. Yeah. I don't mean to. I don't mean to swear. Can you swear on this show? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I go to mass every day, and everybody's. Like, you go to mass every day. Literally, I do. And they said, "You swear though." I go, "I know." God's going to give me a break on that one. Yeah, well, I, I know. Drink, <laughs> I got don't a priest drink, don't that smoke and can't dance. So I got a priest a that said, even sometimes when he prays, he goes. Sometimes I use swear words because he knows what I'm thinking. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll use that. That's a good one. But. <laughs> You're listening to Sports Rock and Tours, and we're speaking to Joe DeLamalure, who is best known as the lead blocker for O.J. Simpson, the NFL's first 2,000-yard rusher. Well, you kind of were doing the what Lombardi did, uh, which is, you know, he would go to he would go to mass every day. Oh, Shula Lombardi. Shula, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what's we call it? Uh, Chuck McNarrick. Yeah, that's You'd right. Be surprised every- how many uh, uh, I coached at Duke, Coach Shashevsky. These are everyday kids. I actually made the Catholic Hall of Fame. Which uh, two years ago? Really? Uh, they have they have it in uh, Chicago. McCluskey has it. The Bears. Yeah. So uh, me and my college roommate. He he was an athlete, though. I was. He was. He played at Michigan State, and we have an orphanage in Mexico. And we bicycled uh, 13 years ago from Michigan State to Mexico to build our orphanage, and we got it on. It's on. It's in Montemoros, and we got 69 kids in there right now. Wow. Well, I wanted to talk to you about your charity work because I know you do quite a bit of stuff. I wanted to talk about, it. and I know it involves, like you say, extensive walking and biking. Uh, I mean, you you like those type of things, though, right? I do. Yeah, anything that doesn't pertain to real work, <laughs> I enjoy. Biking, playing football. No, I, I like to muffle down. You work the hardest. No, wait a second, buddy. I play hard. <laughs> Teachers, firemen, policemen. Real people have jobs. We play. They don't say, let's go work football. We play it. It's it's a game. It's fun. But that's how I feel about everything. You know, we I'm pretty lighthearted, to tell you the truth, about a lot of stuff. I don't take a lot of things real serious. Well, you know, one thing that you talked about, and I, I wanted to cover this with you a bit, you got diagnosed with CTE, and you've been outspoken, which I think is great, uh, with both the NFL and the Players Association. This is something they can't hide from. No, and I have a, a a brain scan. I have CTE, and I got issues. When I'm talking things in the past, mm-hmm. it comes up easy. My my uh, short-term memory is going to, uh, if I didn't have my wife, I'd be in trouble because we have never not known each other. They asked her, when, when did you meet your husband? She goes, when did you meet your brother? We live around the block. I've known her forever. I'd be lost without her. I wouldn't know what to do. And I'd be one of the, I'm sure I'll be, if she died before me, I'd be gone in no time because... Uh, she does everything for me, and I, I can function if she's with me. When I'm when she's not with me, I'm not too good. That's what I told you. My wife's walking out the door. She you know gives me a kiss, say goodbye. I'm just outside, 
but wow. I'm not not like I'm crazy. But there's real issues with guys who have CTE, and it, you know they they I had a lot of ups, uh, issues with Upshaw because he took care of himself. He didn't take care of the pre ninety three guys, and that's wrong. Yeah, and we got a little bit of a bump uh, right before COVID. Thank God. Uh, last year, like three days before they settled the thing, because if they didn't settle that, we wouldn't have anything. And I, I used to tell people my pension for 13 years in that league is $1,247 a month. And now we got the new agreement. I get, uh, I think it's $4,100 a month, which makes me like Jay Clampett on the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I said, and we got all those kids. And the kids are always, Dad, don't don't buy us this. I, well, I can't buy my grandkids dinner. I can buy it every day. For the rest of our lives, how we live. I have one car, 2015, yeah. uh, CRV. We live a simple life, and I'm not complaining at all. I complain about the the healthcare and stuff like that for the guys who are yeah. who made this league what it is. And and I, not me. I'm talking about the pre 60 guys too. You know, pre 59ers and all that. I mean, nobody would have played football if there wasn't Daryl Monica and those guys. That's how football started. And then, you know, that league was built on the shoulders of the guys who were, came before us, just like the current players. But they're not told that story. And Upshaw would never tell the story. Yeah. He did pretty damn good. More in a moment with Hall of Fame guard Joe DeLamalore, who played with both the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns. You are listening to Sports Rock and Tours with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Talk Media Network. What if every dollar you invested into your training program turned into $30 of revenue? What if your learning program was so engaging that your employees looked forward to annual trainings? And what if you could monitor the success and effectiveness of your curriculum with quantifiable metrics? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. E-learning has made each of these scenarios possible, utilizing tools such as virtual and augmented reality, simulations, and online instructor-led training provides a safe environment for employees to learn at their own pace. Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Here at Epsilon XR, we have 50 years of experience in creating powerful and effective training programs. We combine proven training methods with cutting-edge technology to create immersive training experiences. Are you ready to take your training program to the next level? Go to training.epsilonxr.com. Training.epsilonxr.com. Holy gentle giants, dog food, Batman. I'm Burt Ward, Robin from the Batman TV series. I was the caped crusader, and now I'm the canine crusader. After rescuing and feeding 15,500 dogs for 23 years, my wife and I created a natural, low-fat, heart-healthy, made-in-America dog food and special feeding and care program designed to help all dogs live amazingly longer, healthier, happier lives. Our dogs are living as long as 27 healthy, active years. Yours can, too. That's twice their normal lifespan and triple for some breeds. Would you like your dog to live as long as 27 years and still be active and healthy? Gentle Giants Dog Food is complete nutrition for all dogs and puppies, all ages and sizes, and is different from other dog foods without the greasy coating and high fat content that can shorten your dog's life. Try our Gentle Giants life-enhancing dog food for the longer, healthier, happier life of your dog. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? 
Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264 Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264 This is Sports Rocket Tours on Talk Media Network. Now, here again, Stephen Maggi. Welcome back to Sports Rocket Tours. You are listening to Joe DeLamour, who played in 185 consecutive games. But you know, my uh, my first uh, partner, way when I first got in the business, was a guy named Monty Stickles, who played for the 49ers, I know. right? I was going to say, yeah, I can tell you every guy. Yeah. And I'm way... Uh, Monty Stickles was with, he played with Kilmore and those guys. Right, exactly. Except for 49ers for like eight years, and then he played a couple of years in New Orleans. But he, yep. he was saying exactly what you were saying. It would really, he goes, hey, you know, it, he goes, I'm glad these guys are making the money they are and so Me forth. Too. I goes, don't resent that. Right. He goes, but they just let some of these guys, because some guys are really struggling, and that's oh. just shameful when you think about oh, that. Hall of Famer history. we got Hall of Fame guys who are struggling. And it's wrong. It's not. It's not the right thing to do. I. I don't begrudge those guys anything who are playing now because they were never told the story. Baseball, yeah. basketball, hockey even had better pensions than we do. Way better. Not even close. So that's what I fought for my whole life. And I prayed every day. I said, God, just put me in the right place at the right time to help the most people we can. And we busted our jaws, <laughs> our butts to get these guys is uh lisa marie riggins uh dave wilcox's wife right um my wife casper's wife uh and franco's wife and my wife those six women did more for the uh retired players than anybody they fought and fought and fought and we got the agreement three days before the pandemic hit this country but nobody nobody knows the story they don't want to hear it you're not going to get told to you by the media you know, it's just not going to happen. But without those women, we're uh, kind of embarrassing the with the me now and all that stuff with yep. the women. Uh, if if those women were going to tell their stories to the nation, how bad their husbands have been treated, it would have been a bad. It would be a black eye for the NFL. I'll tell you that. And but they settled it, so it just quieted down. Thank God. Well, if anything comes up, you know, this show, we talk about this. I mean, these are the guys we pay uh, we pay homage to because this this was great. I don't want to be one of those old guys to say that the game was only good back then. It, it's, it's evolved. But it, it wouldn't be here if it wasn't for what you guys did. I mean, the, the 70s exactly. was just fantastic. And some of those great teams. I mean, the, the Bills aren't remembered because only yeah. because there's so many other teams that were great as well at that time. You, you know what's amazing when you say, you know, we, they may not be as good as the current players. 
uh, sciences involved evolved. You know how we you know what you eat for lunch? You ever go to training camps now? They have chefs in there and everything. These kids eat lunch. They their clothes is taken to the cleaners. The players in yeah. Buffalo they wash their cars. When when we there we we made the punters run across the street and grab us a burger. That was our lunch. Wow. And uh, you know nobody understands that. I said, hey, God bless them. I'm glad they can eat like that. Yeah. But nobody knows the story. Nobody knows the story. And then if you go into there, ah, poor white guys, bitching, they want our money. Yeah. We created this league, and so the black guys who really had it hard, they they don't know about uh, segregated uh, rooms where the black guys couldn't stay in hotels, the same hotels. Did you know that? They had yeah, to take different crazy. buses. Yeah. yeah, it is crazy. Nobody knew, knows that. And then, you know, they talk about this poor, God, he's it's horrible. He's making $5 million. He took a knee, and he's out of the league. Oh, oh my God. Come on, give me a break. You're adopted by two white people. I'm talking about Kaepernick. Right. I heard his story. We've adopted two Korean boys. And we, my wife would always tell him, don't tell us your sad story. Nobody wants to hear it. They want to hear your accomplishments. That's the way. Don't tell me a sad story. Everybody's got a sad story. Everybody. But tell me tell me how how far have you come from where you've been. Not how far you've gone down. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I just bothers me because my father and me comes out. My <laughs> kids go, Dad, you're crazy. I go, no. And I go, you guys, you, you're, they've all, all my kids are pretty successful because I ne- we never gave them a break. My, mother, my wife always said, make your bed like everybody. She's a, like Felix Unger on the Odd Couple. Remember, clean freak? That's what she is. <laughs> but she made the kids clean all the time. And she'd make the kids uh, dust the baseboards. My uh, youngest Korean son used to fight her all the time. Now he's 34. He called her about four years ago. He goes, Ma, he's doing real well now. He goes, I got to tell you, I know why you made me dust the baseboards. It taught me to learn how to work. And he said, I just want to thank you for that. So that, that's where my lessons are coming from. And I'm not preaching to anybody. You do what you, you know, I tell people, you do what you want to do. Well, that, I yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think that's where we miss family. I mean, I was talking the other day to Dave Robinson, the guy from the Packers, right? Oh, I know Dave well, yep. <laughs> and he's sitting there I know saying, every, you, at number 89. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right, right. I know everybody in, in the past because I honored the past. Yeah, well, and, and I can see why because that whole thing, what you're talking about, is no different than what Lombardi did. Robinson used to say, he goes, when he'd hear Lombardi, he goes, that ah, didn't bother me because that was like my father. It's the same thing. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you, Call Joe. me anytime. When you think of linebacker Phil Villapiano, your mind doesn't go to Buffalo. Instead, it goes to Oakland. He's a Oakland Raider and is well-known for those years. But that doesn't mean that those few years he spent in Buffalo, he didn't really enjoy. The fact is, when he went to Buffalo, it was sort of a reawakening. He was able to play special teams, something from a former All-Pro that you wouldn't expect And yet, it was a great opportunity, and I think you can tell by our quick comment about that experience, Phil Villapiano just loved playing football in the National Football League. Yeah, well, it was beautiful. I I, I couldn't believe when I I went to Buffalo that the crazy thing was, you know, I I look at the Bills, you know, they hadn't won much. I think they might have won two games the, the year before I got there, and I figured I'm going to be a starter. And I was playing the inside with the Raiders at the end, but my love was the outside on the left side. I'm figuring I'm going to go up there and be a starter. I go up there and being my agent, we told them what 
what we wanted to get paid, and Chuck Nasco is done, just like that, no arguments. And he goes, but under one condition. And I said, what? He goes, you're not going to be a starter. Mm. I said, what? I'm not going to be a starter. And he goes, we have no depth. I brought you in here to play all four linebacker spots. And I'm going to call on you, and you're going to have to go in there and, and help me. But you're not going to be a starter. So, you know, I, I'm i like, okay, well, then I'm going to be on special teams. I, I told Chuck, you got to put me on special teams because, Phil, you're in your 10th year. What, are you crazy? <laughs> I said, nope, I want to do that. So I became the captain of the special teams. Yeah, my fourth year – I, I, up there, I injured my knee playing special teams. <laughs> but I had four good years and played a lot of good football. And I played, you know, inside, left, inside, right, outside, right, outside, left. I played them all. And I had a great a great time, great four years. And I, I really love the city of Buffalo. A great town for people that don't know it. The people up there are fantastic. The football fans of the Buffalo Bills are tremendous and I couldn't I mean I well let me say one more thing a lot of Italians up there too Steve yeah uh, (laughs) I enjoyed that part of it and I just had four wonderful years and Ralph Wilson tremendous owner and Chuck Knox tremendous coach and Kay Stevenson coached me for a year all these I mean I just I just can't say enough about Buffalo had a great time well thanks Phil you can see Phil Villapiano every week in Las Vegas when the Raiders play a home game. You can also see him watching Buffalo Bills football on television when the Raiders aren't playing. Have you been Portnoyed yet? Well, you should be. What does that actually mean, Neil Portnoy? You send me a photograph, and I do a realistic cartoon caricature. Realistic looks just like you, and then I cartoon the body. How do we get information we want to get Portnoyed? Uh, you can call the gallery at 702-685-2929 or on social media, Facebook, Portnoy Gallery, artist Neil Portnoy, Neil Portnoy, idropeople.com, and probably about six other places that at my age memory is the second thing that goes. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thanks for listening today. This is Stephen Maggi. Have your collectibles taken over your house? Well, maybe it's time for those treasures to find a new home. And I've got just the place to help you do that. The place to go is Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads, where they are always buying. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads has over 35 years of experience buying collections of sports cards, memorabilia, bobbleheads, toys, action figures, comic books, Hot Wheels, Star Wars, movie posters, and more. If you've collected it, there's a good chance they'll buy it. No collections are too large or too small. Call Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads at 310-534-4180 or text them pictures of your collection. That number again is 310-534-4180. That's 310-534-4180. Baseball Cards and Bobbleheads. 310-534-4180. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. 
Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-451-1439. 800-451-1439. That's 800-451-1439. Want to be a movie producer? Faith Wins is an exciting new screenplay. It's a rags to riches, back to rags, back to riches, onward to redemption story. Written by longtime comedy greats Rich Natoli and John Pate, Faith Wins is the feel-good story of the year, with proceeds of the film to benefit homeless people and homeless animals in Las Vegas. But we need your help to get the movie made. Go to GoFundMe.com and type in Faith Wins in the search box. GoFundMe.com and type Faith Wins in the search box. Homelessness is a big, big problem in the U.S. Let's put the spotlight where it belongs and make a real difference together. Go to GoFundMe.com and type Faith Wins in the search box. We can do this because Faith Wins. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork. You know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-280-1876. 800-280-1876. 800-280-1876. That's 800-280-1876. KSHP shows are now available on all of the major podcasting platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Radiohead, and more. Simply search for KSHP on any of the major platforms and you can listen to past episodes of all your favorite KSHP programs, including Sports Rock and Tours.